Tavern Cast, Hallow Weekend. The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. Buddy's heading for Woolworth and Woolco to get set for Halloween. There's costumes of TV favorites like Wonder Woman and the Hulk. There's popular characters from Star Wars. And there's superheroes like Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, and many more at bare-bones prices. $2.38 to $4.17. And there's spook sticks, face pops, Halloween's wrapped candy of every kind, all at the favorite Halloween haunts. Woolworth and Woolco. Kids, who's ready for some trick-or-treating? Me! Me! All right, now you're all old enough this year to go out on your own. But stick together and stay on our block. In fact, you go to the next three houses while your father and I watch from upstairs in our bedroom. Remember to say please and thank you. We will! little ones. I see you're all dressed up as little witches, vampires, and zombies. What are you dressed up as, Mr. Connery? Me? This is my traditional Scottish kilt, and we don't wear it for just for Halloween in Scotland. Nah, we wear it all year round. The cool breeze coming off the moors, lightly touching our hearty Scottish skin like a maiden's kiss. The kilt itself is made of the finest wool in all the world. Oh, so soft to the touch. Firm yet supple. Come here, why don't you feel my kilt? Uh, no thanks. We have to go. Ah, that's what they all see. Fine. Here's some bits of haggis wrapped in cellophane for you. Off with you now. Happy Halloween or whatever you... Hey, quiet down back there! Yeah, that's right. You take it the way I give it to you. All right, get out now. Close the door. Thank you. I used to be James Bond, you know. James Bond! I want to ring the doorbell at the next house. Happy Halloween! Ah, a zombie! Oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> no, it's me, Michael Jackson. A lot of people do think I'm dead, though. I took some advice from a friend of mine named Andy, who faked his own death, too. Daddy says it helped pay the bills, and now I get to live here in Wonderland, too. Do you guys want to come in? Come on in. It's fun. Yahoo! Woo! My daddy says that we're not supposed to talk to strangers. I didn't mean for you to come in. I was talking to your friend. Oh! Ah! Woo! Yeah! Jam on! Mm, who's bad? Sure. All the candy in the world in my pocket. Come get some. Mm, yeah. Whoa. Woohoo. Yeah. Who 
likes candy corn. Ah Woo! Come on, everyone. Time to go. Aw, oh, come on, kids. Well, come back for Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Ah yeah! Woo yeah! Who's bad? ding a ding a ding a ding a ding Hey kids, how are you? Mike Monin? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, I moved out of my cabin in the northern peninsula so I could keep an eye out on your mom. You see, kids, your dad is old school wow tavern cast. I'm the all new tavern cast. Taking over your dad's spot on the show is just the first step in my plan. Pretty soon, you guys are gonna call me daddy. Come on, let's hear how it sounds. Say daddy. Come on, you can do it. Daddy. You're weird. Yeah, but I ride a motorcycle just like your dad used to do. And now I'm really cool. <laughs> That's right. I'm the all-new Infernal Bill. In fact, I think I'm going to change my name from Hawkeye to Infernal Mike. That's right. I'm going to be a warlock just like your dad and ride a motorcycle. And I'm studying for the bar exam because that's how cool I am. That's right. And I like guns. That's good, kids. Guns. Guns are for real men, not like your dad. Your dad's never even shot a gun. In fact, I think I saw him shoot it once. He looked like a little girl. No offense to you, little girl. I'm the all-new Mike Monin. That's right. Taverncast. Wait till you hear the new episode of Taverncast where I start screaming like a crazy person, just like your dad. All those fans of the screaming, they're all gonna like the moaning. I could scream way better than Infernal Bill. You just wait. Just wait and listen. Just wait and listen to the next show and you're gonna hear screaming like you never heard before. That's right. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I love Tavernkast. I love this new life. Here, alright. Bars on, drinks are on the house. They're all on me. Woo yeah, Taverncast. Alright. <laughs> the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest. It's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Halloween, everybody. Grab a beer and pull up a seat. This is Tavern Cast. I'm Bill. I'm Mike. I'm Eric. And I'm Bryce. 
Want to be on the show? Call the TC Hotline in the USA at 734-418-7077. Internationally, call us on Skype, username TavernCast. That's T-A-V-E-R-N-C-A-S-T. Or send us an MP3 file at light speed through the interwebs at TavernCast at TavernCast.com. Only one rule, you send it or say it, we'll play it on the show. Hey, TavernCast, I was just listening to your new show, and uh, Mike was asking if anyone had any stickers or such on their car on the back of their car, and so I was calling to let you know that, uh, not me personally, but the person that I live with, her car has a uh, Jesus fish eating a Darwin fish with the feet. So, yeah, go figure. Thank you guys, and have a great show next time. Hey, Tavern Cass, a long-time fan. And actually recently found out you guys came back. I know it's been a while, but let me just tell you, I cried tears of absolute joy when I found out you guys are back and you're better than ever. And I just want to thank you so much for being awesome and for continuing on. And I love your show. Again, tears of joy. Check us out online at www.taverncast.com. We got our forums up there. We got the archive of all the shows up there. So remember that the best way you can support our show is to spread Taverncast to your friends and your family. And like a disease. The, oh, the, what? <laughs> the more listeners we tavern get. Ca- tavern crabs. No, tavern. <laughs> oh, damn. Now we got to get that domain name. E, e, um, e Taverncast Bolai. <laughs> The more listeners we get, the more viable it is for us to continue doing this show. So please spread this around. Tell people you know about TavernCast. Tell people you don't know about TavernCast. Tell people about TavernCast. Get a case of Tavern Crabs and give it to all your friends. (laughs) Print out our PDFs online and drop them all around your town. There you go, exactly. (laughs) Bill, what does a Tavern Crab sound like? That sounds suspiciously like the um, Chinese squirrel. From- it is, they're very similar. I think it's the same genus, but a completely oh, yeah. different species. So it's the same. Pe- Wait, what? <laughs> same <laughs> genus. Genus. Genius? Genius. Same genus. So what are we drinking? What are we We're drinking? Today we are drinking the Detroit Dwarf. <laughs> Boy, that comes out weird, doesn't wow. it? Wow, <laughs> poor little guy. From the Detroit beer <laughs> Poor <company>. little fella. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a tasty little dwarf. This is a perfect beer for Halloween. It's, yeah, a, exactly. it's a spooky-themed beer, as you'll learn in just a minute. Yes. Well, it's, it's also an alt beer, which is a German-style kind of a brown malty beer. Which is funny, actually, because on the outside of the bottle, they say it is premium red lager. Yes. But it's not a red lager. It is, in fact, even according to Detroit Beer Company, a alt beer. False advertising! If you've listened to our On Tap show, you you'll realize that this seems to happen fairly often. The brewing companies just kind of screw around with us. Yeah, what? this is really nutty. It's like I'm getting tired of this. It's like, will you just put in there what kind yeah. of beer it is? Just say what it is. Is this supposed to be a dwarf on the front? Yeah, yes. It's a dwarf is, like peering at you. Is it? It looks more like an elf. <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of like a half orc. <laughs> I mean, He's a night elf. Jeez. 
folks, the false advertising does not stop at Red Lager. It totally goes all the way to the dwarf. I mean, clearly that's a warlock. And he's a gnome, obviously. You see with the <laughs> green eyes. Jeez! <laughs> I mean, when you think dwarf, don't you think, like, little bearded dude yeah. throwing bombs what, what, or something? What would, the, what would the Detroit dwarf sound like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on, Bill. Yo, yo, man, what's going down? <laughs> I can't. I've got no Detroit dwarf. <laughs> the Detroit dwarf is perfect for Halloween. <laughs> because that, it's a little I local the voice supernatural of the Detroit dwarf. <laughs> I'm the Detroit dwarf. <laughs> I've come to kick you in the nuts. Dude, that... that <laughs> <laughs> that charcoal goatee you got going out there like for your hobo costume is sweet. Oh, come no. on. All right, so let's find out what the Detroit Dwarf actually is. Check it out. And now, a complete and comprehensive history of the infamous Red Dwarf of Detroit, or in French, Le Nain Rouge, often called the Demon of the Strait, as told by Detroit resident James Washington. shows up before things go badly. He's mean. They named a beer after him. That is way worse than the Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin is kind of a cool Halloween dude. The Red Dwarf, not so cool. He's no, sort of a nothing, bad dude. And not really Halloween. Specific. The Great Pumpkin kind of shows up and nothing burns down. Yeah. Nobody dies. Hopefully, usually. Disasters don't befall the, you know, the Peanuts village where Great, they all live. <laughs> Great Pumpkin Only. shows up and Charles Schultz dies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> no, the Great Pumpkin Charlie shows Brown up gets and cancer. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin shows up, and a couple months later, they can't find a good Christmas tree, so they have to use a twig. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder if Charles Schultz woke up one day. He's like the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> 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 <He> died. <laughs> All right, let's give this beer a try. Detroit Beer Company, Detroit Dwarf. Cheers. 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 I dig this beer. I figured you would. It's kind of malty. Yeah. Malty. This isn't on tap, so... <laughs> but I kind of feel like I want to, like, smell so it. I, and, I don't... You know, really get into it and everything else. But <laughs> on Tavern Cast, it's more like we're just sitting in the bar and we're chugging it. So let's leave the actual beer review to Bill, mm. whom I know loves to talk. So go ahead, Bill. <laughs> Well, you know, this beer is actually mild. I mean, it's it's a bitter beer, right? And it's got sort of a what did you guys say? A hoppy sort of taste, but it's not. Um, Drinking not hoppy. It's definitely not hoppy. No. Oh, well, whatever it is, it's it's bitter. Malty. Malty. Okay, so let's say it's malty, but it's not overpoweringly malty. I guess it doesn't. We've certainly had more bitter beers on the show than this. Um, I wouldn't think it's you, bitter. Can at I? All. Can you read the label on your bottle? Bell's too hard an IPA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Detroit Dwarf, the the legendary Nine Rots Lager. All right, so that's the right beer. I'm not sure where you're getting bitter from, though. Yeah, ours is not very bitter at all. Yeah, mine's definitely bitter. Maybe it's bad. Maybe they put 
Yeah. <laughs> this is a Detroit product. Maybe they put it the wrong Well, model. it's all... See, we talk about this on Untap all the time, but different people have different uh, palates, right? So Bill just may be tasting bitter. You know, in general, though, beer is bitter, right? In general. Mm, yeah. In general, suppose, beer is yeah. bitter. Bill, do you drink a lot of beer? I do, but, you know, <clears throat> I, I drink um, mainstream stuff. I drink... Um, you know, like the, the most exotic I'll get is like a Mackesons. I'll drink Guinness. I'll drink Heineken, St- uh, Stella. I'll drink the. Um, you can admit you like the Budweiser. I like the Budweiser. I can't stand Budweiser. I don't like Budweiser. Budweiser, Miller, Corona. I don't like those. What? No, no Schlitz. When, when, I, when I was in college, we used to drink Keystone because it was the cheapest one. And then somebody said it tasted like anchovies, and they're exactly right. And I've never been able to drink it since. I drink beer, but I, you know, I definitely think that this is. For example, if my wife were going to drink this, my wife only likes the super straight, like super cold Stella, no aftertaste. This definitely has an aftertaste that sticks with you, and it gets that. It, it is bitter. I mean, it's like uh, like the like the like the rind of a um, of a fruit. You know, like when you get. Um, like an orange or a lemon. It doesn't taste like orange or lemon, but it has that okay. bitterness that's there. No, I, I see where you're going with that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I wouldn't call this beer bitter per se, but it's got kind of a acidic, fruity... And I think, that's, I think that's going on too because of what kind of beer it is. So they say alt beer. The reason it's called alt is it's German for old. And old means old like it's been sitting in the cask for a while conditioning, and that's exactly what alt beer is. They so condition it a lot longer... Than other beers, I, I just and thought so, alt beer was with the second beer that they made after they got their first beer to level sixty. No, it isn't. Is it isn't the alternative? Alternative. I, I thought it meant higher uh, alcohol content, like old. It may be more al- alcohol does, content does, too, but uh, I know that I know that it definitely has to do with the conditioning, how long it's in the cask. Hmm. It ferments longer, so it, if it ferments longer, it's probably got more alcohol in it. But it also adds to the fruitiness and it mellows it out some too. I had always heard that beer was better when it's fresh. But there is beer that's better when it's older. Well, I mean, it's subjective. This still isn't old by by old standards. Right. And I don't. And right. I think fresh is more after it comes out of the cast. Right. I see. Fresh, I not see. while it's in the cast. Right. So, anyways, how would you guys rate this? Go around real quick. Three out of five. I would give it a four. I like it. I like it a lot. I think um, it drinks easy, and I, I like the flavor, and it's good stuff. Bill, I'd give it a three. I mean, I think that there's better beers that are bitter that I would enjoy more than this. It doesn't have as much character as I normally like. It's it's a little bit light for me. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. I mean, it's okay. It's a little malty for my taste. I tend to like things with a little more hop to them. I'm curmudgeonly with my rating, so I hate to give anything four that I don't think is like really encroaching on pseudo-almost greatness. So I'm going to say 3.75. Cheers. 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 Happy Halloween. I'll take it. I like it. I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. So I was wondering, you know, with Halloween coming up, and I'm sure all of us went trick-or-treating at one time or another when we were kids, what would you say was your favorite candy to get, or perhaps more interesting? You probably liked all the candy you got. What was the worst thing you got at Halloween? You guys probably had in your neighborhood, I know I did, you had the, the people who gave out apples. Yeah. And we had somebody who gave out toothbrushes. Really? Oh. <laughs> toothbrushes. Oh. Let me tell you, no one's excited to go to that house for a freaking toothbrush. <laughs> I always hated the uh, the houses that gave out like eight Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you end up with, a, you get be at home with like 400 Tootsie, tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls, yeah. You're just like, how am I going to ever eat these? Yeah. I, I can't even trade them. Or it was like a pack of chewing gum or something. Yeah. Same with the same with the uh, the candy corn. Oh, really? I oh. love candy corn. Oh, really? I like it, yeah. 
I think they just recycle that same. Yeah, batch it's just every basically year. just recycle sugar. I think. <laughs> yeah. There's no corn. Like there's not a lot of corn, corn in candy corn. <laughs> well, there's corn syrup, no doubt. You know, the, the real bastards are the ones that came up with the mini sizes of the candy oh, yeah. bars. I mean, back like in the day, you used to get like, you know, you get like a Three Musketeers <laughs> candy bar, or you'd get, you know, a Snickers, or you get yeah, a you Baby Ruth. Yeah, you get the whole Ruth. damn thing. Yeah, you get the whole thing, right? I mean, that's, and you don't, and you only go to like maybe eight, ten houses that are in your neighborhood, right? You don't go to like, it's not like yeah, the supermarket where you go to like, you know, 50 different houses. At least we didn't. So we go to like 10 houses and each each guy. So you'd, you'd buy like maybe a box of Snickers, right? And you'd have maybe 20 candy bars in there and you'd hand them out and that would be it. Now you got to stock up for like, you know, the army of like little snot nosed kids that are coming. Around, trick or treat. OK, I'll take the trick. kid. Just give me the trick and get out of here. No, instead of taking the trick, you have to get the mini size of like. It's like a bite-sized Snickers, a bite-sized Babe Ruth, a bite-sized Milky Way. You know, I just say bite me because those are just wrong. I mean, those are the guy who sent, who invented those, is a guy that's ruining Halloween. Okay, and you know what? Too think of it this way, right? So this whole like problem with obesity that America and Britain and other places in Europe are having right now exploded after they made the mini size candies. Right. So the head of the gi- everybody's getting like the giant candy bars and all of a sudden like the government or some, you know, well to do pain in the ass, goody two shoes doctor dude steps in and goes, We need to get mini candy bars right. and no more of those big Milky Ways and then all of a sudden, all the kids get fat. So what the f? No, yeah. no, they're not mini. They're fun size. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Now I know who invented the mini candy. <laughs> fun size beer. <laughs> I know who invented them. It was an adult. Because oh, now, as handing out the candy, Your they're team. the best thing ever. Because oh, yeah, I just yeah. keep popping them in my mouth, one after the other, <laughs> <laughs> in between. Oh, here's two for you and two for me. And Next time on Nightline: <laughs> Adult onset obesity started at Halloween. Mike Monin, largest man in the world with fun size <laughs> candies, is our guest. <laughs> well, yeah, same with the Reese's. Like, you know, it used to be, I grew up in Warren, which is outside of Detroit, and we had like one house that would give out the big candy bars. And that was yeah, like, dude, you got to head to that, that house. Hey, that but then, then everybody else. And then I mean, the Detroit dwarf showed yeah, up at the door down. of that house, and the next year <laughs> they had many. They burned down, and it was ridiculous. But yeah, it was run of the mill to get the, the mini stuff. It was like the, the rich people that gave out the big bars. So, like, the big house would give out the big. And, the, and there were some big houses that would give out, like, stacks of pennies. And you're like, what the fuck? It's a government bond. What? It's a government bond. With a toothbrush. I'll tell you the worst from my neighborhood every single year. The same story. You get a little green Granny Smith apple. With a Bible track taped to it. <laughs> you know, that's really not having the effect they are intending. On Halloween, so the, these were probably the people that, you know, the Christian families who are like, Halloween is evil. is evil. And, you know, I mean, I guess it is. That's awesome. whatever. Whatever happened to, like, Bible the good, candy. whatever happened to the good candy? Not just, like, your regular run-of-the-mill Twix, Milky Way, Snickers. I'm talking about, like, the bit of honey. The stuff that, like, you know, oh, you yeah. actually get, you suck That's on it, good. and then you get frustrated and bite on it, and then you can't lo- unlock your jaw because your teeth are <laughs> welded together. You know, you got, got like, food. You, you got, like, the you got like the Boston baked beans or whatever they are that you eat them, <laughs> and it just, like, lights your mouth on fire or something like that. I mean, candy that actually does something, that evokes a response, not just, like, this milk toast. We got some, we got some chocolate, milky, like delicious. Yeah, Pop Rocks. You drink that, you whisk Coke, your head's going to explode, okay? I mean, right there. <laughs> that is danger. You should have a bit of danger in your Halloween candy. 
Do you guys remember Nerds? They yeah. came in like oh, a yeah. box. Right? I love Nerds. Yeah, they were all yeah. like sweet and sour. It's like sugary like, wax yeah. is what you're but eating they, with Nerds, don't right? They still have. I mean, they still uh, have. Who's a lot of up? Stuff. Who's up on the candy scene right I, now? I will say really? that there is a candy <laughs> store uh, near my office that I've been known to go to now and then, and they still have a lot of that stuff. Do they? They have honey. Bit of honey. They got Nerds. They have um, what's the rocks? tasty the the square toffee stuff the Starburst? Um, no, it was like now and later's. Yeah, uh, I remember now and later's. Now and later's. I don't know if they have yeah. Them, yeah, they have a lot of the old stuff. It's pretty cool. I see. I think that would be the cool stuff to get. I think it'd be awesome to give out candy that actually hurts the children when they get home. <laughs> so that <laughs> way, so you that way you blast. get a you get we all these phone calls. It. Oh, honey, that was a wonderful Halloween. Yes, it was. Let's tuck in. Evil. Okay. Good night. Hello. Is this Mr. and Mrs. Dicker? Yes. My son can't unlock his jaw because he bit into a bit of honey. Now he's crying. We're going to the hospital on Halloween. He's in there with his... Bro- oh, gotta go. Don't you know that Homeland Security has decreed that it's illegal to give out big candy bars? Yeah. What if he... Can you... Okay, what, there's some candy bars that have, like, peanuts in them, right? I mean, what if, like, the little allergic kid comes around you're handing out, pe- you know, uh, peanut-flavored God knows ah, what in the candy. Yeah, you gotta, ah, but gone. Thin the herd. You gotta thin the herd. Oh, yeah. You know? Gone are the days of personal responsibility, yeah, though, where sure. it would be up to the family to go, you know what? Bobby's allergic to peanuts. So it could kill him. Out. He's also allergic to penis. That could kill him, too, but he's more allergic wow. to peanuts. Peanuts than he is to penis. Anyways, Did so Bobby is a Bobby. Bobby is allergic to peanuts, so we should probably not send him out to get candy, and should probably screen his. Ca- oh no! Oh no! Today it's well, Bobby's allergic to peanuts, but you know it's Halloween. We'll let him go. Bobby comes home. He's like foaming out of his mouth because he ate too many Snickers bars. He's like going into seizures. Half his brain is dead already, and that bitch will go sue the bitch down the street. For passing out Snickers, that's the world we live in. Yeah, today. The, the alternative is no personal responsibility. Trick or treat, uh, trick or wait, treat. I, Hi, Mister Irwin. Oh, you're giving out, you're giving out almond joy. Do you have the other one that doesn't have the almond? No, why are you killing me? You're kicking me in the nuts. Stop it! Leave me alone. You hit- no, it's gonna yeah, be the, the little kids, the little vegetarian version. <laughs> yeah, the little the little kids show up there. Hi, my name's Alexis. Well, what are you, Alexis? I'm a little princess. Oh, well, here, have an almond joy. Was this coconut gathered using free trade principles? Uh, we're using sweatshop labor to gather this coconut. Is this vegan free-range chocolate? No. <laughs> Good news, America. M&M Mars has increased the size of your favorite candy without increasing its price. Three Musketeers, 9% bigger. Wow, same price. Snickers, 8% bigger. Same price. Mars Bar, 10% bigger. Yep, same price. Milky Way, 15% bigger. Same price. Twix, 11% bigger. Same price. M&M's plain and peanut chocolate candies, 10% more. Same price. You get more for your money from from M&M Mars. So you come home with this giant bag of candy. What did your parents do? Did they let you just take the candy with you to your room and, like, you know, go into a sugar coma? Or did they have a a policy they followed? See, Mom and Dad always stayed up later than the kids. So. Yeah, <laughs> eating the candy. Yeah. No, they had some, they had some get, sugar like, going. Naked there. and wallowing yeah. the candy yeah. at the moment. They were having parties, You do all your sorting and filtering of your candy to identify the best stuff. Yeah, and then you put it away, and then amazingly in the morning, like half of it be gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the hell? <laughs> the anti Santa came along. The red dwarf came did along. You guys, so, were you allowed to just get into it anytime you wanted? Then after, I think I had to give half of it um, to charity. To my mom, <laughs> the government, to ration out. Yeah. 
for the, it was for the war, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> support the war. Everyone's got to do war their bonds. part. <laughs> now, Mike, you can eat all that candy, but what about the poor GIs that are over in Vietnam? I mean, you know, if, if, if you really are a really good saint, what we need you to do, little Mikey, is give out half of your candy to those poor starving guys that are fighting for your freedom so that we can have a bigger government to control all of us in a happy, safe, and healthy way, okay? All right, the, the, only, the only war that even makes any sense for that time period would be the invasion of Grenada. Right. So, <laughs> Little Mikey, we got a bunch of GIs that are that. out sunbathing in Grenada, and with all that sunbathing, they need some more chocolate to coat all over their body because they're all out of suntan lotion. And we all know that Baby Ruth acts as wonderful suntan lotion. The SPF of the Snickers is over 100. So if you are if you are a nice child, we need to, you to donate half of the candy over the good GI stand in Grenada. So it says, God bless President Reagan, as I say my as we say our prayers to President Reagan and Vice President Bush, may they may they rot in hell, but because for being Republican instead of Democrat. All right, Mikey, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and do that? I think it was more like <coughs> Mike's parents. I, I think it was more like my parents were my parents are redder than the red dwarf, dude. So yeah, oh. I think it was more like my dad on the way to work would have. My candy lined up his arm and like, <laughs> thrown it into his mouth. He was a master doing that with cookies. I gotta think he did that with candy. Let me tell you there, Mikey, why you don't get all your candy. It's because your mother and I know that liberals get everything they want, and we want to teach you that conservatives always win. You'll be thin and fast and love soccer, even though it's not an American sport. <laughs> but that's why we keep it from you. It's the fat kids like Bryce that their parents dump all the candy on them. Yeah, you're right. You that's nailed because it. Bryce's parents are a bunch of hippie liberals. You totally nailed it. That's actually right. That's exactly what they said. <laughs> I, it out. Right. I was like, yeah, f- that Bryce, so dude. <laughs> you didn't even know me, and it was like, the whole neighborhood knew my family. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, I don't re- I don't have any conscious memory of my parents ever sorting. This is not the president. We got I I would take out a pillowcase and fill that sucker with candy and bring it home, and I, I think I ate it until either it was done or wow. <laughs> until died. there was nothing left in the pillowcase. Awesome. And then a few years later, my parents made me go on Weight Watchers. See, it was, it was like, <laughs> I mean, it, it was a shit rolls downhill thing. I mean, you know, when I got home, me and my sister got home, and you know, we're giving up candy. I of course took some of her best candy and oh, then of course, yeah. of course it just rolls down onto me my parents took their their share you know it's like a mafia inside the house type of thing <laughs> <laughs> so my parents actually they they kept control of it and they gave you like one piece you could pick one piece out of the thing after meal like after dinner or whatever and i think you could take one piece with you to um you know put pack in your lunch or whatever <laughs> I, they weren't that, that. Oh yeah, I was not. Man, they were not that, they, they, that. Boy, Eric, your parents sound just like they sound horrible. That like whatever parents <laughs> would do that, they sound like dicks. Yeah. I can't even imagine parents that would do something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, Eric's parents would be like, "Now, Eric, we're going to moderate the amount of candy you're going to get. Now, you're allowed after one mini." Fun size Snicker bar. This way. You're this allowed eating candy in cr- at Christmas time. Yes, it's it's really good for you, Eric. And now, if you'd like to, sweetie, you're allowed to go watch one half hour of the PBS program of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I can't believe that. That sounds that sounds like a caricature. No parent would would do anything like that. Yeah, yeah. How about Bill? How about yeah. you tell us about what how you sort your kids' candy, and then we'd like to little hear a little bit about your parents. And how oh, they just totally like, jerked you around yeah. when you were a kid. Well, you, like celery and making you into the half goateed <laughs> son of a bitch you are. Right. <laughs> well, oddly enough, 
when we get home, we they're they're able to have one piece of candy before they go to bed, and to have one piece of candy oh after dinner, and we put one piece of candy for their lunches until it's all gone. Thirty years ahead of you. <laughs> How are these kids going to gain any weight if you are, <laughs> yeah, you know, limiting their sugar intake like no, that? No, one year, about a few years ago, we said, I just said, oh, what the hell? Let's just let them eat whatever they want. Let's go Irwin style and just dump it all on the car. <laughs> Irwin Let's, style. So we put Here, it have all, some razors, too. They, <laughs> they, they dumped all their candy out on the floor, and they just went nuts. Like, <laughs> like you know, and they're eating, like, everything. And the, Nicole and I were like, <laughs> and we just started to join them. And we were, and they're bouncing off the freaking walls. We I don't think we got them to bed until like you know two in the morning or something like that they had school the next day and it was just a complete and utter disaster we felt <laughs> horrible there's spiders on the walls ah! and bill's like was like the baby the baby's crying oh my god the, the baby's running around on the ceiling nicole's going <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. And then, like two hours later, the entire family's like, <laughs> "I can't feel my legs." So we, so we finally learned our lesson, and uh, and that's what we've instituted. We've gone from one extreme to the other. What did your parents do to you? Nothing. How did they drive you to this foul Nazi-like tendency of only one candy bar on Halloween? Well, it, it all started out when I was when I was young, and we, I was able to eat whatever candy that I was allowed to. And then one night we had left the flue open on the chimney, and we had just gotten home, and I had been eating all that <laughs> candy. That. I was bouncing off the walls, and then lo and behold, this saw these little feet come out of the fireplace, and I'm like, oh no! And my parents are like, no, God. And we were so bloated with candy, we weren't able to fight back. And just, ah, eat the more candy! Ah, 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 ah. And so we were just the. And so since that day, I've had terror dreams, terror nightmares about that moment. I, can, I really can't touch candy. It was the Red Dwarf, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the Detroit. I don't know yeah, what it was, but it was. Bad. He's bad. He's bad. Was that your fat period? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that there are some things beyond the can of mortal man that shouldn't be tampered with. We don't know everything, Andy. There's plenty going on right now in the Twilight Zone that we don't know anything about, and I think we ought to stay clear. So, out of the candy uh, you guys have ever gotten, has anyone ever actually got a razor blade or something <laughs> bad in their candy? Or <laughs> knows of anyone who ever has gotten it? Or was that just some kind of, like, strange, one isolated incident that spawned a huge hysteria? My mom's hairdresser's brother's kids. Pets, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> Seriously, anyone? Well, you know, no. actually, first-hand no. intelligence? Never. I don't know anyone either. Never know. knew of one. It's probably more likely you hit the lottery like three times in a row than that happened to you. <laughs> it's like, it's like the uh, the so Willy Wonka candy bar type thing. Yeah, it was like so. It, it ended up being probably the one guy who did it made the news somewhere in like Ishpeming or something, and that's it. Well, think about this. Think about all the people that that do crazy 
you know, shit these days to try to get on the news. Do you think that could have been like a precursor? Like they were just yeah. like throwing candy and razor blades in an apple and being like, check it out. You know, <laughs> I think it was old man Withers that hooked us up here. Yeah, you know? I've got like a, this high powered nail gun and I'm shooting the kids <laughs> in the back who are swinging on the swing set at my place all the time. I'm just trying to get on the news all the time. But <laughs> it just never works. I guess I keep missing. You know, it's funny how like, <laughs> I mean, there's something about Halloween that gives people the authority or the or the or the freedom to go and terrorize other people, and that's really what it's about. So, for instance, when we go trick or treating. There's always the guy that dresses up like a bush you know like he's in camouflage and it's dark and he's got like trees or you know like bush uh, leaves and branches sticking out of his head and he just stands real quiet until some you know like girls are walking by dressed as you know french maids and and sexy kitties and he's like ah! and they're like ah! you know and they like scream and you know whatever and so there's something like sadistic about that and i guess taken to the ultimate level the sadism of taking a, a razor blade and sticking it in an apple and then you know like giving it to some little kid it's like over the line, you know, okay, bit, fun, Halloween it's, fun, way inappropriate, dude. That is so what, not right for you to do that. Isn't this, isn't the whole... You just want to take that whole, guy and go, not cool, man, not cool. It's like blood is dripping down your mouth because you ate like a razor blade, you know? <laughs> isn't, the, isn't the whole holiday kind of preposterous? You're going from house to house with a with a pillowcase saying, put... In the pillowcase, so I can go to the next house right now and get more candy. shit to put, put in, the in the pillowcase, or I'm gonna f you up, okay? So that really <laughs> I'm gonna f you up, right. Trick or treat, man. If you don't put give me shit, I'm gonna mess you up. It is like hijacking. It's it's horrible. Well, on that note, our next topic covers uh, everything we're talking about here, which is how flipping dangerous trick or treating has become. Them. Children of the night, what music they make. No moon at all, what a night. Even lightning bugs have dimmed their light. Stars have disappeared from sight, and there's no moon at all. Halloween is apparently so dangerous now that the kids are not allowed to uh, trick-or-treat at night anymore. What's up with that? That is lame. I'm out of the loop. I did not even know that. Dude, Down here, kids are kids uh, are like uh, out on the streets. It's at like like four, four in the o'clock. afternoon. Yeah, no way. It's like I take my daughter. Trick I think or it treat might be by neighborhood. Maybe it's a by neighborhood thing because yeah. I took my daughter. It was dark. It was, dark. I mean, it was seven yeah. eight no, o'clock. No, I see them out every know? Halloween. They're out like at, during rush hour traffic. I think the kids <laughs> are in bigger danger idea. now than they ever were. <laughs> No, there's some PC thing going on where the kids don't go out at night anymore, because God forbid. Well, the other thing that they do is they take them to malls. And so because yeah, yeah so you, the mall thing. You, right. Yeah, you go to the malls, and the malls are all stocked with kids that are going to like each little store, and you know, they're trick or treating J.C. Penny. I mean, I'm not sure how that works exactly, but it's. It, I mean, it is like you have. It's it's funny when you're a teenager, trick or treating is all sort of cool, and you're into it, and you can. But when you got like a little kid, little little, like you know, three or four or something, I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, but we used to when when we were little kids, we used to go out. When I was a yeah, real real little kid, we were at we were out at night. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you were with your parents, but yeah. you'd go out at night. I mean, not like midnight, but we were out. We no, in about fact, four a.m. You had to. It was part of the tradition. You had to wait until it was dark to go out. That's when the kids went out. Yeah. Well, we the, didn't go out I in mean, daylight. No, I don't know. It, it we t- we didn't go out in daylight, but we were done by eight or nine o'clock because all the lights in the house went off. Yeah. Right. Well, it I mean, wasn't real yeah. late. But yeah, yeah but, but still, it was dark. It was dark. Oh, it was right? definitely dark. But. Yeah. It, 
it seems like that's still happening now. Really? Yeah. I, see, I, so I don't know. They it. do it. It's like it's like four thirty. Yeah. yeah, they did I mean, it in California. Like this. home from work. I don't know. Right. I, well, in California, they were doing the same thing. They were running around at rush hour. I'm coming home from work, and I'm like, "You've got to be yeah. kidding me!" No, that's, I've had that happen. I guess I've heard this. I've heard this mythology that I haven't been able to see firsthand. Hmm. So it's really happening. Bill, do your kids? Do you take them out at night, or do they go out during the day? We've got a sort of a funny thing that I mean, we we certainly try to wait till it gets dark. But well, a couple of things. One, daylight savings time moved back. So it used to be daylight savings time ended right before Halloween. Now it ends after Halloween. So it doesn't get dark still until like around seven o'clock. So if you're gonna be if you're gonna be done with Halloween trick or treating by eight, you gotta time that exactly right. You gotta hit seven o'clock as soon as the sun dips down, and then you gotta wrap that stuff up by like eight o'clock. So you gotta be home, you know, getting people in bed in time for school the next day. The other thing that happens around my area is that it's a super hilly area. So we don't get tons of trick-or-treaters around here. And, in fact, we went trick-or-treating around our area, and a lot of people didn't have, like, their lights on doing trick-or-treating. So now, over the past few years... Yeah, that's obnoxious, too. So what's even more obnoxious is the solution, which we found, which is to go to another neighborhood, which is in a flat area where everybody's super into Halloween and, like, every house is decorated. In the past few years, it's been kind of cool. It's like, oh, everybody gets into it, and we're in somebody else's neighborhood. And we're, I mean, we're not, we're not giving out any candy. We're just taking another neighborhood's candy. And so we're, we're, (laughs) it's sort of an odd feeling. But then the last couple years, it has gotten enormous. Like, there are kids from everywhere that are coming to this little neighborhood. Neighborhood and it's almost like looting is going on. Yeah, it's like, dude, free stuff. Woo, where's my stuff? And it's, I I feel horrible about it. Yeah. So, so, (laughs) so branch this subject into into a follow on. Then, what is up with the people who like shut? That annoys me. It's like. They shut all the lights off. They lock the doors. They draw the shades. They're Dude, like, screw you. I do you. that. Well, they why? Just, why? They don't have any candy. Yeah. Yeah, but, but don't come Well, look. These are busy we're, people. They're, I, not, they're, they're get- trick-or-treating at 4.30 uh-huh. in the afternoon. Well, no, I mean, I get that. I'm coming home. You know, I'm coming home from. If I, I'm if I'm lucky, I'm coming home during the tail. No, no, no. But you, okay, so you have a good excuse. You yeah. have a great excuse. Well, if they were coming to the house at 8 o'clock, would you get candy? I might. This what if I'm you ran out of candy? All right. Screw that! Go get candy. Wait, you've run out, dude. You were? Did you like getting candy when you had it when you were a kid? Yeah. What are you, some kind of screw? No, I'm saying Halloween I had Scrooge? it, but now I've run Halloween out. Scrooge. What do you mean you ran out? What are you eating it before Halloween? Yeah, for you. one for you, <laughs> two for me. So get extra. God, it's not like the bags are that expensive. It's one day a year, dude. If if I had a hey, house and I, I do state. not have a house, tough or not, it's a holiday. If I had a house, I'd be like decorating it. I'd be out in front like some kind of ghost costume. You can do it. At my house. I'm telling you right now, I, the, the surefire way to uh, is when you see a house that's uh, that's dark on Halloween, Al-Qaeda. I'm telling you, that is the way <laughs> we're going to be able to root these people out and get them out of our country. They are un-American, unpatriotic, Halloween-hating. It's oh. Al-Qaeda. Yeah, every house that doesn't turn its lights on is Al-Qaeda. <laughs> that's why they can't f- find Bin Laden. They're like, trick or treat. It's like, no, nothing here. Not home. Not home. Yeah. Halloween in Tijuana, full moon in my I wonder how in the hell I got there without a disguise. Do I trust my instincts to turn myself around? Or follow my intuition and do that border town? Here we go. Yo quiero a bailar en Mexico. Do the 
the desperation Samba con los amigos Yo quiero a bailar en juego Do the desperation Samba con los amigos yeah, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Every year, my brother gets dressed for a Halloween costume. I don't know if you guys have... As, I don't know if Halloween in Michigan is as big as Halloween is here in California for adults, okay? Adults have, adults have totally taken over Halloween here in California, and they get way into costumes, okay? And... They have, you know, Halloween parties, adults-only Halloween parties. My brother goes to them every... Last year, he dressed up as a centaur, right? I mean, he had the whole... Wow. Uh, the, the couple of years How ago... How did the back end move? Yeah, well, it was just sort of yeah, like a paper jump. mache sort of back end of a horse sort of thing, and he's what, walking Was it around. on rollers? He's like, wiki, 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 wiki. He gets super... And all his friends get super no, into it. got a horse. So this year, uh, we're trying to figure out what he should go as, and I think the greatest Halloween costume to go as, and I, I may do this with my kids. Like my one daughter is going to be a fairy princess; she's always a fairy princess. The other is going to be an angel. My son's probably going to be some kind of like zombie doctor, is what he's talking about. My my wife wants to be a vampire, but you know, like one of those hot vampires, like on True Blood or something like that. And so I I, I think I'm going to go. As a newborn baby. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to basically take, like, um, Vaseline and cover my entire body in Vaseline. <laughs> and then I'm going to get, like, a flesh-colored Speedo, see? And I, it's warm here in, in California. And I'm going to slick my hair back. So I'll be, like, kind of drippy and goopy. And then and then I'll have, like, a like some kind of a hose that I'll sort of tape to my belly button. And with At the end of the hose, I'll have, like, a bag. And I'll just be, like, sort of dragging that. Or maybe I'll throw it over my shoulder. Oh my and I'll be, like, just like... <laughs> <laughs> scariest costume ever give me a scarier costume than the newborn adult yeah, infant the mom it came from <laughs> <laughs> the birth canal <laughs> see that's a good one Wait, are we going I, as body parts now yeah that's a good one you could just be like a liver. giant body but you could just be like the birth canal it'd be like gore you know you'd just be like this be, you could get like a hula I'm the small intestine Right, <laughs> I'm full of crap. Right. So, what are you guys going for as Halloween this year? Uh, that's uh, need to know. We can't. Like, we can't discuss it on the yeah. show because we're invited to a party here. Really? Is it a surprise By party? Yeah. To the show. Someone here. Yeah. Oh, really? It's and a so everyone. Every, everyone has secrets. Yep. Secret secrets. Seriously, you guys can't say what? Okay. What? Okay, no. What did you go as for <laughs> Halloween last year? Sexy robot. Um. Ass I man. didn't either, I don't think. Ass man? You went as ass man? <laughs> What's ass man? <laughs> the guy from Seinfeld, Kramer was driving around in his car, and he had oh, okay. ass man, and everybody's going, hey, ass man! It turns out it was a proctologist. So what's the costume? Doctor's outfit with a rubber glove with a brown finger. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's about as bad as Bill Howard. Wow. I'll tell you one thing that I did this year when I was looking around for costumes to wear. I found something that uh, that I almost bought for this party that we're going to have, and it's uh, it's a adult-size, muscle-padded, really super cheesy, sky-blue Captain America costume oh. in spandex and padding. Dude, it was hysterical. I put it on. I tried it on. Man. It was hysterical. Where did you find it? at least taking a picture. Uh, I found it at some one of those little spirit Halloween stores, you know? Yeah. But it was hysterical. I, I didn't get it because I found something else I liked better, 
but it's not as funny. But the Captain America thing was redonkulous. Weren't you tempted last year to get like a giant Bigfoot costume? <laughs> yes, I was. In fact, I saw that this year. They have they had it again at the Spirit Store, giant Bigfoot costume. I was going to wear it to, awesome. to uh, work because I was in a very, like, you know, kind of reasonably tightly controlled corporate atmosphere and no one was doing anything for Halloween. They were all like, no, so we don't, we're not going to dress up. I think I'm well concerned to dress up because what would middle management think? They're not dressing up and I don't want to be, you know, put on the blacklist at work. So I was going to exactly show up in a giant f***ing Bigfoot costume. The, um... Drinking a beer. <laughs> so I... Hey, what so I've been in any number of costumes through my entire life, not including, not not limited to the fact that I used to be goofy at Disneyland. But the 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 so I know it's horrible wearing those giant um, heads, those like uh, you know masks yeah. or anything that yeah. you put over your head, especially at night when you're walking around. It's a disaster. So not a didn't you like wearing those heads though when you were um, in the furry movement? Didn't you tell me you had like many sexual con- you know situations that you got into where like the- dressing up as the female bear oh, I'm sorry were we not bears. supposed to talk about that? Great for anonymity great, that's all I'm saying great for an- bad for vision bad, you can't really it's like, see a, what's you it's the, like um, a walking glory hole essentially yeah, yeah. <laughs> You had this. You had the squirrel suit with the hole in the crotch, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that? Should we not bring that up? Years ago, when my kids were going out for Halloween and they wanted to wear my my son in particular, who wa- kept wanting to wear these masks because masks are cool. You're totally, you know, the character, and it makes you the character even more. But they're impossible to see out of, particularly at night. We start. I I started just looking on the internet and started using face paint. Now I'm not an artist by any means, and I have not an artistic bone in my body. But if you actually um, go to these Halloween party stores, you can get some really cheap. Very easy face paint. And the coolest and most easiest thing that I have been able to do so far was to do a skeleton face. And all you have to do is look up skeleton face on the internet. You just Google it. Or like skull head or something. Or face paint and skull. And you, you just, you, there's a number of sites, any number of pictures of how these people do it. And they all sort of look the same. If you have like white basically white face paint and they sell them in different kinds like you can get a little um, jar of the stuff or you can get one of these it looks like a crayon applicator and you kind of put it on like a pen and you, you basically you know pull the person's hair back and you get them you cover their entire face with this stuff and then you have like a black pen or a black um, paint that goes on and you put it around the eyes and you put it like on the sides of the nose and you put it in the cheekbones I swear to God it is the coolest looking skeleton on your face, and you can talk, and you can do scary faces, and you can walk around, and you can see that, in my opinion, if you want to be a skeleton for Halloween, is the greatest Halloween costume you can ever do, is one that uses face paint. Never ceases to get compliments and recommendations. People are like, how did you do that? And it looks amazing. So I recommend face paint. Can you do that for ghosts as well? I don't know. I guess. What the f***, man? You want me to lead you every way? I mean, what, do you, what am I, an expert face painter? I don't know. Look it up. God damn it. Jeez. This installment of Bill Ticker Arts and Crafts has been brought to you by Craft. It's not just cheese. When 
my kids are all face painted up. Every year we've got this Halloween harvest festival over at the school. And this is an elementary school we're at. And they do the stupid thing on the blacktop. And here in California, the hottest month of the entire year, not June, not July, not August, not even September, my friends, it's October. I don't know why global warming, global cooling, you call it, it is the hottest month every single year. And of course, the hottest day is whatever day the Halloween Harvest Festival falls on because the sun is like a laser baking the blacktop. Everything is, it's almost like people are ready to spontaneously combust. And there's all these kids wearing all these crazy outfits. So now you go out there, everybody's dressed up, they're all looking at each other. And what do I see? What's the age group of the kids? Elementary school. So you got kindergarten through fifth grade is the top. Okay, so the oldest kid is 10. 10 is the oldest kid, maybe 11. The girls... A lot of them are dressed up, French maid outfits, sort of the sexy kitten, kitty outfit, you know, with like the spandex, and they're like, you know, they have like a tail and whatever. Oh, it's insane. Like, I have never seen, when I was going to school, like, uh, you know, I've never remember girls dressing up like that, at least for school. I mean, maybe like on a Friday night or something when we go. But when they would go to school, as a ten-year-old, as a ten-year-old, what's the matter? Were you you guys? uh, What's the matter with you guys? You guys are a little behind, matured later. The uh, so you know, I don't know what this, what what is going on, or how these parents are letting their kids go out and do that. But personally, ten and eleven, I think it's a little bit young, and call me prudish, but to get their kids out there in like a French maid and a sexy cat outfit. Isn't it just a time management thing? I mean, isn't mom just kind of pulling out her old outfits from the closet from yeah. college and <laughs> <laughs> slapping it on her 10-year-old with a few, you know, snip was, here and a cut there? And it's yeah, fun. mom's outfit was a camisole, but for the kid, it's like a floor-length dress. Right. <laughs> I mean, there definitely are, like, moms. It's funny you say that. There definitely are moms that are living vicariously through their daughters. It's sort of a weird thing. I never even realized this. But, you know, there's one girl that's... um eight years old and she's now getting her hair colored like she went to after the summer summer break ended she shows up and she's a blonde like really you're a blonde (laughs) when did that happen that's not your natural hair color (laughs) it's disturbing it's freaky i'm calling it here it is infernal bill calling on all parents out there because i know the three you guys you know you're uh you're out gallivanting around mike's got a daughter and uh you know mike how old is your daughter my daughter's going to be three in December. Now, does she wear a sexy kitty outfit as a three-year-old? Mom, does she ever? No. Last year, she was a... Oh, man. I'm going to totally fail. What was she like? <laughs> <laughs> i got to look at the picture. Uh, what's your daughter's name again? Uh, She's like a flower I, of some uh, kind, I believe. She's like a sunflower. I was ass man, and I dressed my daughter up as a speculum. <laughs> <laughs> This year she's a monkey. I keep. She's like, I want to be a ghost. I was like, Nope, you're a monkey. <laughs> All right. So when I was in junior high school, I remember this very clearly. Probably because for years after that, I always wanted this particular young little girl in junior high school. Good. She was my little boyhood crush. Twenty but years later, she showed up as uh, the French maid outfit. That would have been seventh grade. And there was uh, another girl in junior high school, same year again, that was in the yearbook as like some, you know, sexy kitty in a leotard or whatever. But, you know, I don't know if these girls really think they're sexy. Although that one seventh grader had like the fishnets on and the whole line, so I don't know where they got. So who? That's the thing is, who's making the kid size fishnets? Right. I just, I just right. want to say, the as an aside, the, the girls that were really sexy were the ones that were doubling up as a horse. 
Those are really <laughs> sassy ones. Is that when you had that one costume? It was like a shark costume with the crotch removed? Oh, wait. Were we not supposed to talk about that? <laughs> That's college. So I went to, the obviously, the Halloween, the Halloween spirit store again, looking around for costumes. And if you we you know went through the kids' section and stuff. And the girls' costumes are actually, I would say, very ridiculous. close in percentage-wise to the women's costumes in level of, like, Sexy, scantily clad costumes to like regular costumes. Really? I'd say it's it's like it's like maybe eighty percent to eighty five percent of the women's costumes are highly charged sexually. Mm-hmm. The kids are probably like seventy to sixty five to seventy percent, but it's a high percentage. It's a higher percentage of like short skirts and. So is this just like corporate Halloween getting lazy? I think. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> yeah, downsizing. You know what I think's happened though is that. The corporate Halloween makers or whatever have have pushed this whole sexy costume ideal to the women so much that it's filtered down to their daughters. It's like the you know the daughters all it's like all the kids want to emulate their parents, right? So if dad's like a Jedi, the kid wants to be a Jedi, right? If mom is like you know a slutty police officer, then the daughter wants to be a police officer. She doesn't understand the slutty part. So what happened to personal responsibility though? Because I mean you're saying it's out the window, dude. If you haven't noticed. (laughs) But you're saying the corporate America has pushed that to the parents. I think that was from demand. I think mom wanted to... I'm not sure that I buy that. I think that trickled out there, and it was, you know... Well, but, I mean, they must, someone's buying those. Kids aren't buying them. They're, they're not, corporations aren't going to make something that's not selling year after year. All, all I know well, maybe is... Maybe they're just getting rid of their inventory. All I know is that every woman that I associate with, one way or the other, has complained to me Halloween time just even in a minor level, even if they're not totally pissed about it, that, like, how come I can't find any other costume but these Playboy costumes? They're, <laughs> they're, they're basically shrinking their skews. Or, the well, or, or it's all made by, like, cor- the corporate guy is, like, the some pervy pedophile guy. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey kids. It's good to see you, little girl. <laughs> I love your switch costumes. Hey, sir, sir. Hey, why don't you have a seat over there? I'm Chris Hansen, oh, Dateline NBC. Oh no, I, I just make wholesome Halloween. Yeah, why don't you costumes. why don't you have a seat over there, sir? Uh, why are you here today? Why were you dressing these girls I'm in underage underage wrong. girls in Halloween? I just I just make the costumes. You think this is a joke? No, I'm not laughing. Halloween. You know, I've dealt with people like you on Dateline a lot. Why don't you take a walk outside, sir? I think we're done with this I'm sorry, hello? You are on Dateline NBC. This is To Catch a Predator. I'm Chris Hansen. Why don't you take a walk outside? All righty, then. We're, are we going to go trick-or-treating? Ready, fire, stop him! Get him, get him! Get him, get him, get him! When we return with To Catch a Predator, predators catch Mike Monin dressing his daughter as a speculum. dude! When I was a kid, I used to love going to haunted houses. Haunted houses, haunted forests. Any uh, is, are they still cool? Are they lame? Are they what? Because I can still think of the best one ever, and it's gonna always be there. Where? where so what was it? Walt Disney World. Oh, the haunted, haunted house. mansion. At Walt Disney World was sweet. Is scary. Are we sweet? Right? When you were like scary ten, factor or cool factor? Just it was cool. They yeah, had apparitions cool. with yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was sweet. Totally. You know, right, you remember that haunted house that uh, that we went to, Mike? Like, yeah, five years ago, it was I in know the what woods. You're about. Yeah, that, that one. I, I'm not saying it's like not, no haunted house as an adult is particularly scary, but that one we went to. You remember? Well the, so there was a there was it was like a 
haunted house in the woods. So it was like a woods walk, and it went through like they had patterned some of it to look like a, like a mine or a cave or something. And you came out into like a forest of some kind, and then you came across some kind of like crashed UFO or something. You remember that? Yeah. And you went on board the UFO, and it, it routes you through the UFO to go back down the other side. And it, all of us were in there, and it was like, oh, whatever. This is kind of cool. It's like a crashed UFO. And then this giant fucking alien. With the big, like, black eyes, gray-headed, big alien comes walking out. And we're like, ah! <laughs> I'll freak out. Yeah, it was pretty legitimately freaky. It was wow. a good haunted house. Huh. There's, I mean, I I personally, I enjoy still going. I don't get to go to too many, but, you know, if I can make one a season, I, I usually try to enjoy it. It's fun to me. It's yeah, cool. No, I agree. I like going to them. Do you guys like going to <clears throat> Here in California, we've got Knott's Berry Farm. And when I was a kid, they had, it, they, every Halloween, they would turn it into Knott's Scary Farm. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, right, and, and that was, like, the big thing to go to and be open late at night, and it was kind of cool, and um, all the rides would be sort of scary and gross. Well, that was the greatest place to take girls because not only would they have they are, would the girls get freaked out by this thing but they would clut, cling to you okay and there would be like guys that would run around like zombies or whatever hired by the um, by the park and they'd have a can with like a, a bolt or something in it or something you know that would just rattle and they all they would do yeah. is wear these gross outfits and they'd run up to you and they go like right in your ear like right behind right behind you and who would they always target? They wouldn't target guys. They target the girls, and they always run up to the girls and dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. The girls and the girls are like ah, you know, and they run and they grab onto you, your date, and their their head. Like I took Nicole, my who's now my wife, there when we were dating. Her head was buried in my chest, like the entire chest. I'm like having a good time. Oh, it's it's wonderful. I'm having a wonderful time. Yes, her head. Oh, come on, you liked it. That's the whole reason to go. I You're loved like, it. Little, no, no, that's lower, my point. Lower. My point was it's the greatest <laughs> because you could always. That's the way to get the girl totally like on top of you the entire time for a whole evening. It's it, those See, are, those are the best. You typically tip those guys. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, rattle that again right uh, now. Okay. <laughs> you look like you're game for a good scare. What'll it be? Hmm? Ghosts in the cellar, goblins in the attic, or perhaps something a little darker, a little more sinister. The thrills you seek may be inside. How about it? Hmm? Gentlemen, I present to you the most demonic of all snacks on the face of the planet. Paris Hilton? No. <laughs> oh, wait, you can't snack. Snack, not snack. Snack. Gentlemen, I present to you the most demonic of all snacks on the face of the planet. Sandra Bullock. No, no, not. Wait, not. <laughs> Gentlemen. I present to you the most demonic of all snacks on the face of the planet. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> 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 Gentlemen, I present to you the most demonic of all snacks on the face of the planet. Roasted pumpkin seeds. Ro seriously? Ro do you guys eat it. Do you, do you guys, when you do your pumpkins, right, and you, you 
cut out the guts on the inside of the pumpkin, which is the grossest thing on the face of the planet. I have no idea how the innards of a pumpkin could be possibly... Gro- There's nothing that's grosser than the inside of a pumpkin. But when you get no, all that, a few things. When, get, when you get all that crap out, do you guys ever roast the pumpkin seeds and, like, salt them down and eat them? Yeah. We have. Okay. Yeah. I did as a kid. Right. I don't remember much about it. No, I, I haven't done throw it. it out. You guys, My mom used to do it, though. Okay, now you guys got to tell me what I'm doing wrong here, okay? Because I love the taste of these things. Use lard. But they're not like sunflower seeds where you can crack them and, like, eat the seed. You have to eat the whole shell, right? Yeah. 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 So you got you to gotta, you gotta roast them well, then, to make sure that it's cooked. Right. You roast the whole thing. You eat enough of those things. For me, they get like in your gums, like on the side. It suddenly becomes <laughs> like this slivery, pulpy mass of splintery wood almost material that's now gouging your gums that you can't get out of your gums. Like it's way the f back there. You can't get this stuff out. Then you're constantly eating more because it's so delicious. It goes down your gullet. It is now in your stomach. Those things f***ing kill. It's worse than hot sauce. Stomach cramps. I'm talking stomach cramps. Hurts going in. Hurts coming in. It's so bad. It's so bad, okay, that I've had a recurring nightmares since I was a child that I'm choking on pumpkin seeds. Like, I can't talk, which for me, you know, is a bad thing. So I, it's like I can't, I can't talk. I can't breathe. Breathe, breathe out of your nose because your mouth is full of, and, and you're like taking your fingers and like just trying to get the fucking pumpkin seeds out of your mouth so that yeah, you can yeah, actually. This is, no, this is no laughing matter. I mean, you might be going on a rant on this and everything, but I mean, there's serious business with these pumpkin seeds. It is. Like, there, no, I mean, if you go up on Snopes right now and you look up the story of like the pumpkin seeds that get embedded up under your gums, they slip up into your sinal cavities, and then they. they uh, Shut up. No, they, really? told, they, they totally do. No, they do. They slit. They get up into your uh, sinus cavities, and then they sprout. And if there's enough, like you know, in your sinus cavities, you got enough, like you know, uh, you know, wetness and mm-hmm. moisture, moisture, and they right? sprout. Absolutely. And pumpkins, like you know, grow d- up your sinus cavities and up into your brain exactly. and your head. Exactly. That's what it's called. It's called pumpkin head. I mean, they made even a horror movie <laughs> called Pumpkin Head. It's, it's basically, it's totally true. Your head eventually gets consumed alive by a pumpkin. Wait, this is going in the pumpkin. wrong direction. Bill, you, Wait. you actually. But the fact that you did <laughs> that, that you ate those pumpkin seeds, it's a good bet. That part of your... Do you have allergies? Yeah, I, I, do, you have, do you have problems wait, breathing? Wait, wait, wait. I, I do. Do you know that if you... Do you, you talk a lot, so yeah, if you well, stop talking, yes. you might actually... Your, your, head, your head is kind of round. That may be... All right, so, shut up. That's that, bad. Too. This is really too, bad. Right. Bill, you, you're going to die. I was just assuming it was that L.A. fake tan. You guys are making light of this paranoia that I have. This is a serious topic that I'm telling you about you guys have never encountered this eating pumpkins because i'm telling you it's the fucking shell that gets in your mouth and you eat like and it's not that many you can eat 10 20 pumpkin seeds and you will die you will have curry you will it is horrible pumpkin seeds and they're so delicious they're so you eat one and they're like it can't be bad maybe that's not bad. and suddenly five and they're there again they're in the sides in the you can't get that out for days for days I'm so t- what you're saying is that that either the fundamental Baptists or Al Qaeda mm-hmm. are behind pumpkin seeds. I think pumpkin or, seeds. Maybe. I think or pumpkin Sally here doesn't know how to eat. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think pumpkin seeds are evil. I'm just telling you right now, beware pumpkin seeds. It's a, that was a nice rant. Thank yeah. you.
That's been the show. Happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween to you. Oh, wait. I thought we were singing a song. I got confused. No, well, you can't hear what that, that uh, chipmunk had, that fursuit had. Is that that is that that one costume wore that time the chipmunk head with the crotch cut out of it? Oh. Should we not be talking about Why this? Why do all of these costumes have the crotch cut out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> figured that out. Bryce is an don't obsession. ask, don't tell. If you have a picture of yourself with the, in a costume with the crotch cut out, send it to Bryce <laughs> at TavernCast.com. TavernCast.com. And whatever you do, don't all also don't forget to leave a review for TavernCast on iTunes, and please introduce someone you love or hate to the show. Good night, everybody. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye, everybody. Taverncast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. I'm Eric. And I'm Mike. Why are you over here? Because I need to read the <laughs> intro thing. I need to see Get what I'm going to say. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Put his hand on my leg. so close. <laughs> Visit the show online and carry out our on air. Oh, God damn it. Visit. And what did you actually say? I don't even remember. It was like the litany of words. It's the Bacardi. Bacardi's ruined everything. It's totally gone. Did we get the number out there? I don't. Mm-hmm. Did you say the Skype number? Mm-hmm. You said All the right. Skype number. Okay. Actually, we do have a drink of the show. What are we drinking? I don't know. Yeah, what what, 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 what are we drinking? Oh, Jesus, right. we have done 58 of I'm these built out over here the past all five no. years. I'm totally screwed up because Bill's not here. It's not like this I is the first Bill. show. Do you want the real answer, or do you want the comedy answer? I, of course, want the comedy answer. This <laughs> <laughs> <But> tavern cast. <laughs> I, I know who put a key on a kite. That doesn't really mean anything to me. <laughs> like, not really sure what that means. You might want to edit Ronald that Reagan? So, yeah. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> it was Ronald Reagan. Like, if I get a really bad feeling about a place, I won't go in there. I, or, you know, if I'm in a place 
like the studio. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I think we have uncovered something that should not have been uncovered. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm the harbinger of doom! <laughs> you know, I did a good job last time cutting you out almost entirely from stepping over people. Just Is that right? Let you know. Oh yeah, well, I just rendered all of your interruptions worthless. Wait, he wasn't on the- he wasn't on the- No, the, the, the one with- the one with- the, the one with- since the early 1700s! Oh, hello! Oh, now I'm the... I'm the Detroit Dwarf from 1704! Blimey! Ha ha! I don't know what those people on the boards are talking about when they're ripping on Bill. No, I don't know either. Do you remember this whole discussion we had? It must have been, oh, I don't know, a month ago, where Bill's like, I feel really bad! Everybody's making fun of me. I know what the solution is. Well, I just gotta restrain myself. I just gotta bring more hard-hitting topics. I just gotta calm down and reserve myself and everything. I just—I'll stop interrupting you guys. I'll be quiet. I'll be respectful. We'll have real hard-hitting content on Tamarcast. It'll be like a real show. Serious radio will even take us seriously. I'll calm down. Before we. I think the easiest thing to do really would be hook Bill up to a separate channel on the board where we can just shut him off. <laughs> <laughs> but like, on the run of the mill, haunted house, haunted forest, are they cool or not? Do you know he does this like every Halloween show? Bill? This noise. Yeah, yeah. It's from the Haunted Mansion. I thought he does it every show. He does it a lot. Anytime we talk about ghosts, he yeah. does this. And then I've got to cut it out as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, when should I start recording? It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time.